0: the soul shop i'm your host phyllis king and today we're going to be talking empowerment animal welfare and anything delightful and delicious that comes up from yet another inspiring and interesting guest allison spellman allison welcome to the show today
1: oh thank you so much phyllis it is such a blessing you are very dear to me um so i'm really grateful to have this opportunity and you know what we're just going to see where this conversation flows we're going to go literally with the divine flow
0: I love that one of the things I've always admired about you so much is your energy and your positivity it's just just sitting in the same room or the same space with you people myself and you feel uplifted and I get maybe this is why. You have been somewhat of an empowerment coach in general, Um, you've also been an abundance coach at one point and that's how I actually met you, Uh, a really powerful course one of the best courses I ever took on the art of receiving money, Um, but that aside let's just dive into sort of a deeper question and then we'll play more but you know we're living in these times when we're we don't have any say so over what we do so much whether it's masks or have to get vaccinated or so much going on in the world how do you stay empowered how do how do we stay in a place where we can feel like our life is our own and we can be happy about it
1: yeah i mean one lesson i've learned throughout the years and of course you know it's still daily work for me i wish there was just this magic Wand, so to speak that every day you wake up and you're just in the space of ultimate positivity but it is really work and um i think one thing is committing to the practice of it and one thing i've really learned over the years is i cannot be responsible for what is happening around me or the reaction of others to me or their reaction in general and once I learned that and really took it to heart, cause it's one thing to, to know that in your mind, and it's another thing to be able to connect the mind to the heart and to start putting it into action. And once I really learned that, you know, it, it takes off So much stress of trying to manipulate trying to control circumstances that are really out of our control, like the world as a whole right now. Now there's a flip side to that because we can always do our part. But once you kind of take off that pressure of trying to change circumstances or change people and look at yourself and say, you know what, there's only one thing and one person I can be responsible for. And that is myself, and learn not to be as reactive as proactive.
0: <laughs> well, that is an incredible perspective and a, you know advice if you want to call it that. And you certainly walk the walk and talk the talk. I have to say, and you are the ultimate entrepreneur to me. I know you're a TV host and you you have a, a job specifically, but. I have watched you rise into your fullness and your power, authority, time after time. And again, you know how to make the most of who you are. That takes particular courage and vision and strength. How do you do that? <laughs>
1: well, if there's anyone, and this is why when, when, you know, anyone listening, when Phyllis asked if I wanted to do the interview, it was a no-brainer for me because this woman <laughs> is, is such a remarkable person, a remarkable soul. And she has really been on this journey with me and has been that person when many times I thought, oh, I can't do this, I need someone to talk to, I need someone just to listen, to guide me. And, you know, it's so important to have that person in your life it is so important to find that kind of support system, that kind of network that can really see the greatness in yourself when you become so blinded by things like circumstances or how am I going to get from point A to point Z? And you know, it's so funny that we're even talking about this because I'm working on this really big project right now that I'm I'm so excited about. It's been so you know long in the making, and so many little things are starting to fall through the cracks and this and that. So I'm really learning this lesson once again of everything is working out for me I think that's oh such an important thing to grasp everything is working out for me and to also it's such a fine line between holding on to the wheel so tight of your vision and where you want to drive where you want to go you know there's a fine line of not giving that up yet at the same time Loosening the wheel so you have a comfortable grip to see where else you are being led because I'm sure you can relate so many times and, and anyone out there listening that in the moment you think why is this not working out this is what I want this is what it is, but then once you release that and surrender which I think surrender is the place, the best place to create miracles is from a place of spiritual surrender. But we always look back so many times and think, wow, now I know why that didn't work out. Or because that didn't work out, it led me to this. It led me to this person, it led me to the store, it led me to, you know, so many different things. And, you know, as I was mentioning, Phyllis, you've been with me throughout the years And there's no way when we first start talking, I would think I would be where I am at now. And I think that that's the beauty of it, right? We have our plan, which is this line like this, and then we have, for whatever purpose that, you know, higher power that you believe in, you know, I'm definitely, you know, thank God the universe is like, oh, it's like this, it's like this, it's like this, it's like this, and there's such a beauty in that journey even though we don't see it at the time. But I think that's the number one thing that has helped me is when I feel like things are falling apart, I have to be surrendered and have faith that better things are coming together.
0: That is such an amazing perspective. And I I like to try to share that perspective in my own life because I completely agree with it. But you brought up two points that are so valuable in terms of the support network that we do have to support each other and and see that as a positive not as a negative yes. like oh So somehow I'm less than, and you've just leaned into that, but I also watch how you are so supportive of others, especially women. And I love that because we women, sometimes we go at each other, we compete with each other and we take each other's inventory and you're not about that. You are so giving and loving and supportive to others. Is that, have you always been that way or is that a personal mission for women?
1: you know i think i've always been that way honestly like i never it was always weird for me when i would experience that competition from others because i just i just never saw it that way you know yeah. and even i mean every now and then you're like oh my gosh i mean i'm, I'm human i'm really like oh, why did this person do this or this person do that and i just really right. changed my mindset of If you see another woman accomplishing something, it's so much more, like that doesn't take away from me, instead that shows me what is possible. And I use that as a source of inspiration, because I really look at it that way. There are, if you think about it, no one has our DNA, no one has our fingerprints, and all of time, there will never ever be another you. You are one of a kind, so how can we possibly compare ourselves there's just no way it's like going out and comparing snowflakes or you know there's just no way and if you think about what you can bring to the table what you can bring is so different than what anyone else can bring it's your dna it's your personality it's your experiences how you see things how you process things so it's pretty cool when you find that tribe and that network and you all come together with all these different strengths what you can accomplish it's pretty amazing and again it goes to you know because i i mean i had always surrounded myself with like-minded women i think we do just gravitate towards one another and you know but in television and working for companies and networks and stuff like that you are thrown into a different pool of people coming from all different experiences So I remember when I started working for a network again, I was like, whoa, (laughs) what's this happening over here? I just wasn't used to it. So really that, that lesson of, you know, I can't control other people's experiences, other people's filter about how they see me or how they see the fairness or how they, you know, perceive their journey, that's their responsibility. All I can do is keep being, the best for me. And I think that's so important. and not to not to ever feel like you have to put out your flame in order for someone else to shine brighter. That's so important. There's no need for that because we are all blessed with unique mm-hmm. gifts to shine yeah. as bright as possible and shine and own what you have. I don't know if you've experienced too, but you know so many times and and maybe it is being in TV too, so much is, you know you see people trying to and just in life trying to be who they aren't authentically being and own those unique gifts and talents that are unlike others that will really set them apart instead they feel like oh i need to be more this or i need to be more that, or i need to look like that i mean authenticity we throw around that word a lot but it's so true authenticity is so the key to attracting so many things because people are connected to being authentic i mean look at reality shows right i'm just throwing it out there how many times we all know when someone's acting for the camera or when we know someone's real you know (laughs) and you gravitate towards just the realness Mm -hmm. yeah
0: so uh, yeah, it's it just your razor sharp clarity about this subject is really uh, inspiring and I'm sure really helpful. You're so succinct about it, but in your own life, or you, you brought up surrender that we come into moments where we may have some issue with a person or a coworker or life may be throwing us a bunch of lemons and how do you personally surrender? How do we find that place in ourselves?
1: Such a great question, and I'll tell you, I'm in the trenches of it right now, um, and I am doing my work. I mean, my my personal journey, you know, each day actually is I get up. Um, I have a daughter. I, I would love to do this first thing in the morning, but realistically, it's not because I get up. I have to take her to school, and then's my quiet time. If you have that time that you can do it first thing in the morning, I highly suggest it. But I know I know it works for me, and I think that's another key too, because so many times you hear like do this system or do that you also got to do that system with what works for you because i'm not going to sit there and be relaxed and chill my mind out when i know i still have to pack lunch i still have to like get her off to school all those things so my quiet time is get her off to school and then i fight for it and some days i'm telling you it's so hard but to have that daily practice i meditate I love to write in a journal. I think journaling is just, it's just a real introspective introspective, you know, I love listening to like Marianne Williamson, Abraham Hicks, just to really get my mind attuned. And then I'll personally come up with mantras for the day. Like, you know, everything's working out for me or um, things are working out even better than I anticipate. Or I always try to, because you know, when we're in the confines of our home or our our safe space, it's of course, it's so easy to feel, kind of like like set for the day and you can take on anything but as soon as we go out or we pick up that phone call or we read that email you know the the everything starts coming at us and that's why I try to prepare myself and put on the armor of being very solid being very solid in my outlook for a day so when all those let's say arrows come at me or whatever it is they just bounce off I'm already prepped and prepared but I think a real big thing for me and especially in today's times with so much turbulence in so many different ways, is just, I have to fight every day to truly have a heart of compassion and understanding for others and where they are coming from. And, you know, when you come from that place of love, so much is possible. I mean, it really comes down to love or fear. Those are your two spaces. And, you know, of course, it's always easy to love those that are lovable, love the things that are lovable. But you're really you know at that test when it comes to compassion in all areas but i fight for that every day and that's probably my real anchor i i try to fight every single day and hold on to well
0: like, <laughs> you're, you're you're winning that one uh, just Aww. because the energy are so dynamic it's just so effervescent so that uh, you're winning that that battle if you want to call it that so i, w- I want to talk about some of your projects in yes. a minute but- Again, I am curious because you are in TV and you've been in that industry off and on for a long time. It's such a hard industry. And like you said, there's so many different types of personalities and energies that come into it because people go into it for all kinds of reasons. Yes. It seems like you are not the typical to me, uh, that you really live your ideals and values you're not trying to be something other than what you aren't for some other reason so i don't know how do you how do you feel all that energy and stay so positive i mean you've talked a little bit about it but that industry's rough
1: it's rough and i mean i think i think honestly it's because i've been there and i understand like i have lived you know before i really connected to what's important to me in life. And I think we all, I mean, we all have to hit the bottom to understand what that is and to have a gratitude for what's true and what's real. And I mean, you know, very early on in my career, it was like, I I have a lot of compassion because I know what it's like to think like that is it, you know, this career and, you know, we're talking about career could be anything, relationship, Uh, status I mean so many different things and I I call those false saviors because we think right that that if we have that then everything in our life is going to be wonderful and great but we get that and then guess what there's problems with that (laughs) so then we might go to something else you know and I have a lot of compassion because I know what a, a very hard space that is to live in when you think that that's all it is. And you have to fight for that, you know, and it's, it's, it's a very tough area. And I think, you know, I've learned those lessons and to me, I really hold on to like my career. That's just what I do. It's not who I am. You know, I feel we are all here and I truly believe we all have a calling and a calling is it's that, that, you know, passion that has pretty much been coming and weaving into your life for years and like no matter how much you say i don't have the time i don't have the money you know it keeps coming back and it's coming back for a reason and i i believe it's a gift that we're here i believe you know we're given life here at this particular time for a reason and i think how beautiful it would be if we all found our calling and committed to that as a collective universe that'd be pretty amazing pretty amazing and i think that Oh, sorry. Yeah. I think that's just what keeps me in check that, Mm -hmm. you know, my career is not, it's not the end all be all like my, my passion is changing the world, making a difference, inspiring change makers, you know, of course for me, particularly helping animals, that is my absolute passion and the planet and all of that. But I just, it helps me because people don't feel The competitiveness back from me in my career like you know it's just like okay she's doing her thing it's it's fine and i kind of let them do do their thing and again i look at everyone completely with compassion because it it is a very hard place because you in a way and i mean this is a little extreme i don't know how else to say it but you think like it's almost like life or death right if i don't get that part or if i you know, if I don't get this time slot or I don't, you know, make the sale or whatever, it's like, oh my gosh, it's the end of it. It, And it's a sad area to live because there's so much more than that. You miss the richness of life. You miss all the beautiful, small blessings along the way because you're in that complete autopilot zone. And again, I've been there. Everything that like I believe and I, I try to have, I think that's another thing too, to help look at compassion. Others is, you know, it's so easy to judge, but you have been there, <laughs> you know, you have actually been there and not to forget that and to pray for people and just lead by your example. I find that that's one of the most important things and even being a vegan as well. Cause I live a vegan lifestyle. I find, you know, instead of ever coming off preachy or you know it all, or you've mastered it or anything like that. I mean, the best thing you can do is just live your life and you are the most amazing open book. It's, it's pretty amazing. Like I would never, ever, you know, say you need to become vegan or you need to do this, but now just living my life. So many people naturally ask me about it or want to try it, you know? So it's just, again, it's about staying in your lane and your focus.
0: You know what, and that makes it seem so reachable that we don't have to focus on all these other things outside of this. just ourselves, just take care of our universe and in doing that to the best of our ability, we can have that impact. So before we talk about some of your projects and different things. Why, where, where's your book? Why haven't, where's the book? I mean, you need to write I I I do on your to-do list but
1: that's so funny my manager the other day she said that she's like we need to start writing your book (laughs) so yes i need to do that
0: well it's just you're so clear on the principles and you're living it and i mean what better way to write and share it with people and of course you're doing it already it's like how many jobs do i need to give you to do
1: (laughs) well maybe this is that moment i needed to hear so anyone watching this or you and i can remember this moment
0: yes okay so you've had a passion for animals for as long as i've done you tell us the evolution of, of your of what you're doing now and how we can help and what what that's about
1: sure i mean you know i've always had a connection to animals i was always that little girl bringing home the strays you know my parents are always having the lecture with me we can't oh, pick right. in another one <laughs> you know helping the turtle across the street whatever it may be and you know, I got very, my connection to animals never stopped. Um, And again, that's my natural born calling, which I really, anyone out there, you know, start looking at what was your natural or what is your natural born calling? If it's working with kids, working with the elderly, um, veterans, the military, you know, just start to be very aware of that. Um, And of course I I never gave up my love for animals, but as my career got really busy, I never really thought, wow, like what can I do besides what is directly in my path? Um, And then, you know, throughout the years, I became friends, one of my closest friends is Shannon Elizabeth, who is an actress. Um, But she really inspired me years ago. It's kind of a cool story when she was really in the heyday of being, you know, the it girl um, with American Pie and some other things. I remember sitting in a hair salon and I was flipping through a magazine and I stopped in my tracks, and here is this picture, and it's Shannon Elizabeth surrounded by all these dogs. Like, it really hit me. Have you ever had those moments you're like, this is, hmm. yeah. Yeah, and I read, I mean, this was, you know, 20 plus years ago or something, and so I read how she started this uh, cat and dog rescue in Los Angeles and using her platform for good, and I remember Sitting in that moment going, oh my gosh, that's what I wanna do. I wanna use my platform for good. I wanna do, you know, use it for animals. So I stayed very connected, like watching her over the years and watch how she took Animal Avengers and expanded it to now working in South Africa. It's now called, um, rebranded as the Shannon Elizabeth Foundation to helping endangered uh, animals in South Africa. So now it's global. But I just always was like, this. I just, she really inspired me. So long story short, I became friends with her cousin, who's an anchor, a big anchor, news anchor in New York City, who introduced me to Shannon. So here, like, you know, like 15 plus years later, I'm sitting with Shannon in a cafe in New York, talking to her. And then it was just like, we became such close friends. She became my mentor. I'm on her board now. Like, I mean, literally such a role model in my life. And I am, you know, so entrenched in the Shannon Elizabeth Foundation. It's just, again, just that really cool story of who would have thought in that moment I would be working with her and we become so close doing all these projects. (laughs) It is really, really cool. And you know, the universe gives us science like that. You know, the instinct, you know, like like you see a business card or crosses your mind or something just hits you and I do have to say that is one thing that that I am proud of myself on is that if I get that, or or I always take the extra step to explore something. I think we've all been in kind of those situations where, let's say we get a business card or whatever it may be, and, or someone says, hey, you need to reach out to this person. I think you're gonna really hit it off. And then we don't do it. Like I've always been that person to say, okay, you know what, I need to do it. I need to try, let me just try. And then I can make a decision but just cast the net out there and follow up. Um, So anyway, well, back to your story. So I work with the Shannon Elizabeth Foundation. That's one thing um, I do, which is really great with um, endangered animals. Um, Currently I am working on a pilot for my own show where I am going to be interviewing women change makers and change makers who are really using their platform for good. Uh, making a difference about their passions and you know there's of course celebrities there's also entrepreneurs as well Um, really connected to products or just their mission in life and the goal is to inspire other women out there to become change makers as well and again to look at what is that passion on their hearts and really commit to it because there's a way to pursue it there's always a way to you know talk us out of it (laughs) but there's always a way to pursue it as well
0: That sounds, oops, we're, um, say something, there you go. We have some people popping in, but.
1: Wonderful.
0: For you, oh my gosh, you are, you are the right person to carry that torch and shed the light out there. Oh my goodness.
1: I'm very grateful, yes.
0: See something on Facebook, you're, you're leading some animal fundraiser or something or other. So you're, you're boots on the ground. You're not just uh, the spokesperson. You're out there making. Happen. and yes. I see you when a cow
1: is in your lap or something yes well you know it always hit me um there was this quote that said you know don't be sorry because I think we all can look at a cause in general or see something that just bothers us right and we go oh my gosh I just I feel I'm so I just feel so I feel so bad I feel so sorry so the quote is don't don't just feel sorry do something and that really hit me is to take it the step further, you know, and let me tell you, in my work, Phyllis, many times girlfriend is crying, I mean crying because you see horrific things, you know horrific things, it is not easy, but one thing that always helps me is me not doing something, how does that help the situation? Because whatever I just saw, that horrific thing, it's still happening. Me turning away and turning a blind eye, no matter how much pain it causes, as much pain as it causes me, think about the one it's inflicted upon, and it's not yeah. going to do any good not looking, not doing something.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, sitting here, I, you know, this is a this. <laughs> I kind of mute this. Um, I as I've been doing my new uh, show here, I, I don't have a moderator yet, so I'm I'm listening to you and. <laughs> If you see my eyes darting back and forth and so i'm trying to multitask
1: uh, oh yeah. yes so, we do that so as where women <laughs>
0: do out, where do people find out how they can sure
1: Oh absolutely. I mean the best way is um, to connect with me on Instagram, which is Allison Spellman and it's A L L Y S O N. I always just to say that, you know. My mom added that special little touch, but on Instagram Allison Spellman, um, also Facebook, Allison Spellman, and of course you can find the Shannon Elizabeth Foundation on social media as well. Oh, that's
0: wonderful. Yes. So okay. oh, and then I know you and you're your wonderful butter you guys have a project as well the do-gooders I yes the do-gooders. let's talk about that a minute
1: absolutely I well, after, after her mommy oh, know, really, right. well, I have to say I'm truly blessed to be able to, to I mean truly be blessed to be the mommy of such an amazing little girl it is such a blessing and, you know, ever since she was a baby, I took her everywhere to speaking events or fundraisers, things like that. So she just naturally caught on. Um, and so, you know, I looked at her and she was so interested in all the things I was doing. And I said, like, you know what? So let's start doing stuff together. You're always with me. You have a great voice. You're very passionate about animals. You're very passionate about the planet. Let's just start doing videos together. So we call it the Duo Gooders and we go and we interview you know different sanctuaries um different community events people making a difference and she is really I kind of honestly like backed off a little bit and let her have the spotlight a little bit more because she is coming up with the most amazing ideas and you know and she's really inspiring the goal in it is how to from my perspective because it's really a dual perspective on living compassionately How a parent of course can inspire their children and the flip side of that is now Shayla is inspiring other kids her age and she's 10 now so she's yeah and she's she's an old soul I'm telling you I learned so much from her and I'm telling you straight up I was never ever as confident or as grounded as she is at 10 years old it's pretty amazing I mean, I get a lot of lessons from her, so she's she's I'm very um excited to see what unfolds for her on her journey as well. And then at the same time, you know it's, it's you know how we were talking about the wheel and holding on so tight and then still letting go, you know i i I'm very curious to see what direction that she takes and to as a parent to learn too, and to kind of release that wheel a little bit too. Oh, thank you. I'm grateful. Thank you so much. I mean, it's been, and I think too, you know, as we were talking about just, again, you are the role model. I mean, do you like it or not? I mean, you just are to your children or any younger person in your life. You're truly that role model. I mean, they look to you and the best thing you can do is be that open book, but be the open book that you would want to follow at the same time and it's okay like i want her to know that and i'm very open like mom doesn't have it all figured out mom is a work in progress we are all works in progress i make mistakes i don't have all the answers i don't i don't ever want to put on the perception that i am perfect or striving to be perfect because i want her to be real and i want her to come to me when about anything so i mean i tell her all the time i'm like oh mom messed up on this one you know just again going back to just being real that's what people connect to the good the bad and the ugly all at once now she doesn't need to know everything but (laughs) i think you know sure this is so fun i'm gonna look too because there is this amazing quote i found last night that I still want to share with you, but while, we're, while you're looking.
0: Um, Caller, you can unmute if you'd like, and if you have a question for Allison or me, and we'll be happy to chat with you. So I'm, I'm asking you to unmute, but uh, you have to do something with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to have to, like, just put out the phone number next time. So this isn't so, so laborious for po- folks, but. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let this is a
1: 408
0: area code that's i think 408 maybe oh i i I can't they don't seem to want to unmute i can't seem to unmute them oh no worries i'm just
1: grateful you're joining us
0: i know so maybe they just want to listen and yeah everyone's getting a charge off of your effervescence Uh,
1: oh well i found this quote and i was like because you know i kind of told you i was going through just some things falling through and shooting this pilot it's all going to work out but I love this you're gonna appreciate this phyllis last week i found myself saying i was stressed this week i said i am under divine pressure because i'm birthing something great that's a narrative shift isn't (laughs) it? okay i love this It, it came at the perfect time um last week i found myself saying i was stressed this week I said I am under divine pressure because I'm birthing something great. That's a narrative shift.
0: Ooh, and that really changes the energy how just the nuance yes. can really shift how you're showing up and how you're experiencing your relationship to life.
1: Yes. And I'll tell you, you know, it goes back find those those mantras that truly worked for you because i'm telling you like yesterday was one of those days i'm telling you it was like oh this fell through this fell through this fell through and i was like okay allison you need to check yourself and i kept saying to myself and close my you know in the moment i'm driving the car like, everything is working out for me everything is working things are working out even better than i than i can see there's yes. a divine plan like just to keep checking myself because go me going down that rabbit hole of despair is not helping the situation it's not helping me and it's not helping the divine calling and what i can give to the world like there's so much more than just us in our world and it's so hard to see that of course with daily life and we got bills to pay and we have you know a million things on our place especially as women you know and it's yeah. so hard to keep that perspective that it's not just about our world. And every time too, and, and you know, I get this a lot and, and myself as well, again, everything I talk about, it's not that I've experienced everything, you know, when we want to focus on us and we want to focus on our passions and our purpose. And, you know, it, we can get the tendency to think, oh my gosh, I'm so selfish, or I'm not going to be able to do give to this person or take care of that. And you know, when we are living our divine purpose, guess what, that makes you an even more empowered, inspiring spouse, mother, business owner, employee. It just flourishes all of those different roles. So that's a narrative shift as well. You know, again, just to encourage everyone out there, we all have the power to be change makers. We all have a platform we can use for good. So, you know, kind of when I was looking at Shanna said, way back in the day when i have a platform you know thinking i had to be a celebrity or something we all platforms especially today social media our community our neighbors our family like that's our platform and we all have it so we all have that opportunity to really step into what sets our soul on fire because it's different when you are doing something you love as opposed to missing that piece
0: yeah well, I'm so grateful for how you show up in the world and your clarity with these principles and ideas, because you are indeed a change maker and oh. you're you're walking, talking the talk. How better is it than that? I, and I really do hope to see a book out of you. I mean, you have something going on, but I love the clarity. I love the ideas. I love the enthusiasm. And, and I think sometimes just being inspired by someone, it's, it's so important yes. to need that today's world and you certainly are that an
1: inspiration thank you so much and vice versa as well
0: well thank you for being here today one more time it's Allison Spellman on Instagram Allison Spellman on Facebook any parting words before we let you go back to your life
1: (laughs) oh this has been such a fun interruption to my life you know again I just want to encourage everyone out there the the heartstrings, the passions, the, the themes, um, that keep showing up in your life. They're not random. Those are your calling. And we are all here truly to do something big in the world. And that doesn't mean it has to be big. You know what I mean? Like, like sometimes we get lost in saying, I got to play so big. I got to play so big, right? No place. And when I say play small, I mean, play with your, start start with your steps, start with the steps of your community, start with the steps of your family, but just step into action. And remember those things are not random. There's a reason why they're on your heart. So take the next step and step into it. And again, what a beautiful place this entire world would be if we all committed to those callings. That's it.
0: (laughs) Wow. Thank you again. You are so, I, so
1: welcome. Bye.